You know what that music means. It's time for us to talk to Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun because we have dubbed that his unofficial theme song. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. God love those village people. Man, oh man. I know. They just, you know what? They wake you up. They just like get you going in the morning. It was just fun, right? Like, I mean, music was fun. Back in the 70s. I know. We could reminisce all day, but let's. We could indeed. And God help the listener if we decide to do that. I think it would be very entertaining to hear your stories, but we are going to talk some politics and some economic numbers this morning. Let's talk about those jobs numbers for BC. Yeah, so we're kind of plateauing a bit. Uh, Another 15,000 jobs, so that's good. But we're still lagging significantly now where we were this time last year. Just for comparison, um, employment in British Columbia, 170,000 people uh, who had jobs last summer more than right now so you can see the lag there and it you know stats can puts these numbers out every month so we kind of can track what's going on I, I one of the things i thought was kind of interesting was to find out where uh the job the employment is down and it's really in the services producing sector mm-hmm. the private uh economy um, and that includes, of course, you know, the, the the lingering impact in tourism, although, you know, it's interesting, accommodation and food services is almost back to where it was last summer. So that's, uh, and, and I mean summer of 2019, so that's, you know, uh, restaurants have reopened and, uh, you know, you've heard it, uh, resorts and hotels and motels saying, well, British Columbians did take their holidays here this year and it helped them absorb some of the impact of no Americans and no cruise ships. Um, here's a number, and we don't pay enough attention to the impact of the pandemic on this part of the economy. Information, culture, and recreation, 40,000, 43,000 fewer jobs in August of this year than mm-hmm. in August of last year. Um, I'm a big theater goer. Um, a lot of people, and I know you are, Simi, live concerts, yeah. um, even museums, uh, Everything from symphonies down to, you know, choral groups and all that. And all of that stuff has to be experienced firsthand and in person. And those industries have just been ravaged. Uh, I'm a big theater goer, as you know. I go to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland, Oregon every year. Uh, It didn't happen this year. I see uh, in my updates on the London theater scene 50%. employment down in the cultural sector in London, and that's a country that, of course, it's a big part of their tourism attraction. So I don't know if anybody's come up with any ideas for that sector. I know Dr. Henry got asked uh, yesterday again about uh, live music and drive-in movie theaters and all that, and she said, look, the crowd size restrictions are still there. So it the one of the things we've noticed about the impact of the pandemic is the uneven application across the mm-hmm. economy. Some parts of the economy are, are carrying the whole load for this thing. Other parts, bless them, are doing okay. We'll talk more about that actually throughout the morning. I want to talk about the big announcement yesterday, with big press conference happening, all having to do with Broadway SkyTrain. Yeah, Premier's back from holiday, and, uh, you know, I'm glad he got a little bit of time off because he was looking a bit tired before it happened, and I'm not surprised why that would be the case. He's had a few things on his mind. Uh, big announcement, big ticket announcement, $2.8 billion, or a contract worth that, a project worth that, for the SkyTrain extension in Vancouver. So along Broadway, Clark Drive, all the way over to Arbutus, 
the federal government's putting up some of the money. British Columbia government's putting up the rest, and they've awarded the contract. And I guess, you know, I mean, that's good news. SkyTrain mm-hmm. is very, very popular. Um, but what about going out to UBC? Well, you know, I thought, I really thought that Mayor Kennedy Stewart, who's been promoting this idea, would seize the moment at the press conference yesterday and really talk that up. Pretty much I thought, he, so thought he would. He didn't. Um, I mean, that's the next phase, uh, the SkyTrain extension, this taking the line from Clark Drive uh, campus of Vancouver Community College to Arbutus is phase two. Phase three would be taking it along Broadway, perhaps uh, down through the new uh, Jericho Lands development into the hillside under UBC and right up to the campus. That's the plan, Mm -hmm. but uh, they didn't really say much about that, uh, perhaps because (laughs) the the price tag would be formidable. Um, (laughs) And, you know, the thing about it I've always asked, and I didn't hear anything about it yesterday, I think the outstanding question on the Broadway extension is still, will they use it to increase housing density along the line? Right. There is a, a... formidable NIMBY movement on that issue in Vancouver uh, against housing density. People want the SkyTrain stations, but they don't necessarily want a bunch of high-rises the way they the way they did in Burnaby and other communities. Uh, I think it's absolutely central to the long-term development of the city is, yes, SkyTrain, but yes, density. Um, as I said, I didn't hear anything about that yeah. yesterday either, so we still need to know. Uh, very quickly, let's talk about the report out, the modeling that came out yesterday in terms of where we are with the virus, too. Well, Dr. Henry had, I thought, some fairly disturbing content comments. She says we're at the precipice, which got me worried, even if she's not too worried. Uh, but uh, that's the bad news. Uh, the virus is spreading among younger people. That's concerning, too. There's an uptick of people, uptick of people in hospital. That's concerning. But we are still well below the case cases per 100,000 number that would have the alarm bells ringing in Europe and the United States, and it varies widely around the province. Here on Vancouver Island, the case count is two per 100,000. In and around Metro Vancouver, it's as high as 16, so eight times as great. And again, that's a reminder of just how differently this pandemic has unfolded across British Columbia. So true. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye, Simi. Thanks.